Hey, welcome to our Harvest Men of Valor podcast. This is Pastor Elijah, and I want to thank you guys for listening. This week, we'll be continuing in our series we're calling, Am I Doing This Right? What the Bible Says About Relationships. Last week, Pastor Mike covered the role of a husband, and this week, I'll be covering the role of the wife. So if we had to come up with a title for this, I call it The Wife Life, or for you younger guys, maybe Wifey Lifey. Now, guys, for the sake of time, we're going to cover the basics of a wife's role. Now, guys, before you get excited and your ears perk up because we're talking about wives, understand this. Husbands and wives are accountable to God to do what God has called them to do individually, regardless of what the other spouse is doing. And as soon as we fail to do what God has called us to do as husbands, we not only will be held responsible for the brokenness in our marriage, but we'll also be responsible for breaking our covenant with God. So even if your wife isn't fulfilling her role, you're still required to fulfill your role or you'll be in sin with her. So don't listen to this like it's the husband's checklist to make sure your wife is fulfilling her role. Instead, listen to learn her role and ask yourself these two questions. Do I lead my wife in a way that makes her happy to fulfill her role in marriage? And secondly, am I the type of husband who makes my wife's role easier or do I make my wife's role more difficult? Because see, as husbands, as we look at these things, I want us to be mindful of this. We can either make her role a burden or make her role a blessing. And for you non-married guys, as you look at these things, you should be looking for a godly woman who already possesses some of these attributes. Because if it's difficult to lead them in courtship, it will be difficult to lead them in marriage. And for you married guys, it's too late. You already chose her. And if you're at war right now in your home, your goal is not to force her into submission or into her roles, but to win her over by fulfilling your role and loving her like Christ loved the church and ultimately reflect Christ's love and truth to your wife. Gentlemen, let's be mindful of the wife role. So jumping into this, when discussing the wife life, we should start from the beginning when God created the first wife. And you know the story. God created all the creatures, male and female. And as Adam was naming them and their mates, Adam noticed that he didn't have one. So then God spoke these words in Genesis 2.18. It says, then the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit or suitable for him. And we'll get back to that in a minute. But then it goes on to say in verse 21 through 24 of Genesis 2 that, So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man. And while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib the Lord God had taken from the man he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then said, This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife or cleave to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. Now, I just want to point out a couple of things before we get into the role of the wife. And it's that when God created Eve, notice where he took the bone from. He didn't take it from the heads for her to rule over him. He didn't take it from the foot so she could be trampled on or stepped on or stumped on, but he took it from the side close to the heart. And this is important because as you learned last week, you are the head of the household. But just because you are the leader of the home does not mean your wife is not equal in value. Matter of fact, if you go back to Genesis 1, it says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them, meaning your wife is a fellow image bearer and every image bearer should be treated with respect and value. So now that we got that out the way, let's jump back into Genesis 2.18 where God says, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. So the first thing we see about a role of a wife is one, 
A wife is called to be a helpmate. Now, in God's original plan for marriage, he designed the woman for man. He designed Eve not to be the help in a bondservant way, but more like the one who comes alongside her partner to help him achieve the task or calling that God has given to the husband. So this is why we often hear phrases from people, especially Christians, that say, behind every good man is a good woman. Or you hear great and powerful men talk about how their wives are their backbone. In God's original plan, Eve was created to help Adam as he exercised his dominion over the earth. Now, sin has obviously corrupted this. And we witness this corruption every day with modern feminism. You know, you hear people talk about they want to be the independent woman or you have career focused mothers or you have that crowd that's like, I don't even need a man. And now I'm not saying that women can't be independent or have careers. But if you're a married woman, your priority and your position is at the side of your husband. It is to your family. And honestly, we have a world of women who have denied their God given roles and are miserable always angry and hate men and belittle motherhood and traditional roles in marriage. But contrary to what the world thinks, the God of creation has created women for a great purpose. And being a mother and a wife is an honorable thing. And they were created by God to be a helpmate, which is a high position. And when men and women take their rightful place in God's order, a family is at its best and a community is at its best. Therefore, ultimately, a nation will be at its best because God's people are at their best. Now, maybe a woman is called to singleness or there's a different family dynamic at work in your home. And that's fine. But if we were to pinpoint the problems in our nation, it starts with the household. And it's because our homes are out of order. And wives play an important role as helpmate as she fulfills her call to come alongside her husband to help fulfill the family mission. So one, a wife is called to be a helpmate. And secondly, a wife is called to submit. Ephesians 5, 22 through 24 says, Wife, submit to your own husband as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Now it says submit to your own husband, not to all men. So women aren't called to just be in submission to every man walking down the street. Now, there are male and female roles, even in the church, but ultimately God has called wives to submit to their own husbands. So let's talk about what submission doesn't mean. First off, submission doesn't mean that um, a wife is a doormat. It doesn't mean that husbands, she's not your personal slave. She's not your little servant to order around and go get your drinks and food. She's not a punching bag. A wife should be happy to submit to her husband because he sacrificially loves his wife like Christ loves the church. And see, submission is a high calling because it's a position of maturity and humility. And even Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, who is co-equal to the Father, submitted himself to the will of the Father. So wives, you're in good company because you're in company with Jesus. And the best way I can explain submission is, again, wives are not doormats to be trampled, but they're more like escalators that help take husbands and families to a higher level, meaning that God designed wives in such a way that their position of submission lifts up the family. And it is a great burden, yet it's a great blessing. And also when the wife submits to a husband's leadership, it removes accountability from the wife over to the husband, and he becomes responsible and accountable for the direction that he leads the family. So women are kind of let off the hook in this way. Now, submission is difficult because part of the curse during the fall is a woman will want to rule over her husband. But God has given man leadership over the home. 
but it is an honorable thing, a high thing when a Christian wife denies her urges to rule and control and submits to God by submitting to her husband. So one, a wife is called to be a helpmate. Also, number two, a wife is called to submit. And thirdly, a wife is called to respect her husband. Now, Ephesians 5.33, it says this, however, let each one of you love his wife as himself. And that's the husband's part. And then it says to the wife and let the wife see that she respects her husband. And there's other verses that uh, say the same thing, but it's no secret that men need respect. We as men often interpret respect as love. And even from a young age, boys will compete for reverence, adoration, and their parents, their peers, and their princesses respect. And there are many articles and even one by Focus on the Family that I read recently about how we need to recognize our young son's need for respect. It's interesting because parents often don't think about as we're developing young men and young women the the things that they need like a young daughter needs love but a young son um, needs to be shown respect you're developing that as their children so see respect is something a man craves to the point he will be fueled by it fight to get it or fail for lack of it and i'll repeat that again respect is something a man craves to the point that he will be fueled by it he will fight to get it or he'll fail for the lack of it So practically, there are a few things that communicate respect or disrespect to a husband. And I'm going to give you um, three things real quick to show how you can respect the husband. And first, you can respect the husband through faithfulness. Now, when a wife commits any form of adultery, emotional, physical, or even flirting, a lot of the pain comes from the lack of respect or the disrespect. And it's almost like a wife has handed a level of authority over to someone else. It's like a foreign king has entered another king's kingdom and that king's people have submitted to the foreign king. It's deep disrespect to the king, not only from the foreign king, but also from his people. And a respectful wife will not allow any foreign authority into her husband's kingdom. See, a faithful wife is a respectful wife. You respect your husbands through edification. And the way that a wife talks to her husband will either build him up, edify him or break him down. Now, Proverbs 25, 24, it says it's better to live in a corner of a housetop or on the roof than in a house shared with a quarrelsome woman. Uh, Proverbs 19, 13 says a wife's quarreling is a continual dripping of rain. Now, women, don't get mad at me. Be mad at Solomon. He's the one who wrote that. And you can also translate quarreling as a nagging wife. (laughs) But bottom line is a disrespectful wife will break her husband down and it will get to the point where he will become bitter. He may even leave or worse, he may end up getting abusive. Now, there is no excuse for a man to ever put his hands on a woman. And when that happens, it will take a power equal or stronger to stop him. And he needs to be stopped. There's no excuses. It doesn't matter how bad your wife treats you. You never put your hands on a woman. But see, men, we usually don't just go around disrespecting each other because there's always the possibility that things can get physical. And in the home, because most men aren't going to take it there and again, never an excuse to take it there. Sometimes a wife can bludgeon her husband with insults, accusations and unappreciation to the point that he may shut down or just walk away. But an edifying wife who builds her husband up and affirms him is a respectful wife. Wife, affirm your husband, be respectful to your husband, build him up in the home. 
And then thirdly, the way that you respect your husband is you respect him through his reputation. Now, the way that you talk to or talk about your husband in public will communicate respect or disrespect. And a good rule is to never complain about your husband or your spouse to others or correct your husband or husband's wives even. Never correct them in public. See, as a man, our reputations walk in the door before we do. And if a wife has slandered her husband to everyone before he arrives, why would they respect him? And to take it further, if a wife is okay with disrespecting her husband in public, it communicates to others that there is a problem in the home and it breaks the husband down. If respect is important to a man, a wife should seek to build up his reputation and respect him not only inside the home, but outside the home. So a wife's level of respect is communicated through her faithfulness, her edification in the home, the way she maintains her husband's reputation outside the home. Now, there's so much more to discuss, but I don't have time to get into it because I'm already probably going long. But um, the Bible has so much to say about a godly woman and a godly wife. And I encourage all of you guys to start in Proverbs 31, where it talks about the virtuous wife. That's something that Uh, wives and husbands can learn from. So a quick recap over the role of a wife. One, she's called to be a helpmate. Two, she's called to submission. And three, she's called to respect her husband. Now, these are high roles. And the main reason for a wife to fulfill these roles is because of her love for and her obedience to God. And she's called to do these things regardless of what type of husband that you are, man of valor, But my exhortation to you husbands and future husbands is to be mindful of what your wife has been called to do, because as leaders of our household, we are to love our wives like Christ loved the church and dwell with her in understanding. Because you see, a husband who does not value his helpmate is helpless in God's mission and calling. And a husband who is not easy to submit to is subversive to the kingdom of God and God's authority. A husband who is not respectable is misrepresenting God's character and God's love. And I'll end with this illustration that I heard before. And it's really the tale of two uh, sisters. You had a father. He had a older daughter and a younger daughter. And his older daughter was a hard worker. She was one of those ones. She was pretty, but, you know, she didn't really put on makeup or do anything like that. But his younger daughter was beautiful. She was super girly and you know, wore dresses and makeup and always kept up her appearances. She wasn't rough around the edges. But one day there was a man who came with a great dowry to give to the dad for his daughter's hand in marriage. So the dad brings out the younger daughter and he says, hey, take my daughter. She's worth every penny. And I think even more. So the guy was like, yeah, that's not the daughter I wanted. I wanted the older daughter. So He's like, okay, well, he takes the guy's money. He gives the daughter and he's like, yeah, I made off good. So about six months go by and dad says, you know what? I'm going to go visit my daughter. So he walks up, he sees the home, beautiful home. And he sees this beautiful woman outside. And at that point he was like, you know what? He, what did he do with my daughter? Because he's got this beautiful woman outside his home that he's probably married and traded my daughter in. And as the dad began to walk up, he noticed that that was his daughter. That was his oldest daughter. And at that point, he realized that his daughter became the value that the guy gave her. And I want you as men to realize that your spouse will become the value that you give her. She will become a valuable 
helpmate because you have created a home where she is valued. She will be willing to submit to you because your leadership is not like that of someone who is evil slave master, but someone who uh, rules his kingdom with grace and peace and love. She will respect you because you're a respectable man. You're someone who takes care and protects his family, that your reputation in your home is even better than your reputation outside your home. So remember that your spouse will become the value you give her. Now, I got to end it there, guys. Uh, Could talk so much more. But if you want to study these things deeper, I want to encourage you to join a Harvest small group if you haven't yet. And you can join our men's, women's, couples or co-ed groups at harvest.church forward slash groups. And once again, you're listening to our Harvest Men of Valor podcast. This is Pastor Elijah. Love you guys. God bless you.